later mm. hello nicholas christopher here hello chris how you doing mate yeah very good very good we hit the ground running there didn't we we did we did we've actually worked quite hard on this podcast this week already without even actually doing anything i've actually done some pre-recorded a, pre, a pre-recorded interview with jack scott denton this morning and we've literally sat down for the last do you know what it's been an hour we've literally for an hour gone through the music to play today and we had two tracks that we were going to play already 
which was um, Tank is the Henge and uh, Jack Denton's band which is called My Propaganda not my propaganda not your propaganda our propaganda our propaganda uh, said and then Boris we just, just, just pick two other tracks to play and um it's taken us a while to go through everything. Well, we had to chat as well. What you've been doing this week? We do all that, you know. We do all I'm, that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we do yeah. That. I bought a car. You did buy a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been out on the boat today. Yeah, while you were doing hard work, you know, I've yeah, I was, around. Well, when you say hard work, I've just been. I was sitting chatting to Jack. Yeah. Well. And uh, playing Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> There's been a new DLC today, but we won't go into that. People that know what I'm talking about will know what I'm, will know what I'm talking about. And if you know what I'm talking about, I've been trying to get into a lobby. That's this empty enough for me to become a CEO um, but there have been very few and far between because of the DLC if you don't know what I'm talking about doesn't matter let's just move on so we listened to, to uh, Crooked Tongue which we loved yeah we've got a little rocky show today we actually we, we were listening to his tracks we're going oh that's 80s rock coming out to us there and, it is and a little bit more it is indeed it is um, it happens like that and it's like we haven't gone through the tracks, just but we have gone through the tracks. Just randomly turn up, and you yeah, think, it's That's what's a... turned up between last the last show and today's show. Yeah, and they're all gone into rock. We're going yeah. back in time. We are, we are indeed. So that was lovely. We we really liked that track. Um, one of the things I liked about it was that it was authentic. Um, and what did we know about Crooked Tongue? Is that the band? It's not the band from Bristol. The band. From, yeah, they are banned from Bristol. Yeah, they were from Bristol. They're banned yeah. from Bristol, unsigned band, and I loved it. Um, we always liked to, people always liked them. We've talked about that on this on the show before. Is like to say, oh, they sound a bit like this, and a little sound a little bit like that, which is a little bit lazy sometimes. But I don't know. I don't know. We all know. We 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 can all listen to it and make our own decisions about it and what it sounds like and if it sounds like anything else but I think it's got a good authentic sound to it it's I, I said it, it sounds like it's from the streets as opposed to someone's gone and mixed it and gone okay we're going to make it sound in th this particular way um, sorry the um, the tankers track just, just <laughs> kind of interrupted there. me I think you've got to remember as well Nick is that we're quite old and therefore we've heard a lot of this stuff 30, 40 years ago, that style where it's coming back into fashion, but people haven't heard it before. That's great. I, yeah, uh, a little I think bit of that as well going on here today. There is, there is, I think, but I think it. it, it, it we've got a reference to it. Lots of younger people have. We've got a reference haven't. point. Yeah, we've got a reference point. Oh, yeah, that reminds me of this and that reminds me of that. Hmm. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay, so next we're going to play Tankers the Henge. You mm -hmm. can tell us about Tankers the Henge, Chris. Yeah, tell, tell us. I've got a little bit of a foot in this camp. Uh, Tankers the Henge I first saw five years ago down at South Sea Seafront on the bandstand, a free freebie concert. And they are the only band in the last 10, 15 years that's make me jump up and down at a gig and shout my head off. And as an old man, that's pretty good. This track doesn't really represent that. They are a really carnival band. And this one's a little bit slower off the new album called Luna Park, which was released nearly two years ago but they actually had the launch party at Scala in London week before last which I went to so this is Tankers the Henge and Luna Park <laughs> Don't belong 
festival band they're Definitely. a jump up and down festival band and there again audience participation you know you've got to clap along to the end of that they always engage people you know jazz is a fantastic front man you go and see a tanker show you know you're going to be entertained fantastic and they've played they've played wickham a few times yeah regular wickham regulars wickham yeah yeah, regulars. yeah, yeah. I, I always i always see them there yeah superb now kabuki now we had a choice didn't we because we these these are the the, the, the uh, tankers track and uh the, the Jack Scott De- uh, Jack Scott Denton track the um that sounds quite good as a name isn't it mm. and it's Jack Scott Denton oh and his band our propaganda um we had we had Crooked Tongue uh, did I mention they were called Crooked Tongue yeah because mm, you did mention where they were from Bristol so. did I yeah, yeah yeah I mentioned all that um and th- so this is the other track we had this and there were th- two other tracks I think two or three other tracks to choose from and uh, this one won because we liked it. Of course, and because it begins with a K, which is a running theme in our podcast at the it moment. It is, and in, in this one, <laughs> yes, begins yeah. with a K as well. Um, so yeah, love this track. I, I really, I love the of uh, the. Um, what did I love about it? I love what it did with the vocals. Yes, um, the vocal line is it's it's. Well, first of all, first of all, I'll tell you what I liked <laughs> is uh, in the in the vo- in the vocal lines the. Um, there's, there's, there's an arrangement going on, so there's something happening with the vocal on, which is really nice. And also, you can hear each individual instrument. It hasn't been mastered to the stage to the, to the extent that you can't notice a guitar solo. You know, when there's a guitar solo, you can hear the guitar solo. You can hear each of the individual instruments. I don't like it when it's all smushed together because it's a little bit radio-y, and I don't, I'm not a really big, big fan of that. I don't know if it's been mastered. I wouldn't be surprised if it hadn't been mastered 
But if it has been mastered, it's been mastered with a very, very gentle, a very, very gentle hand. Nicely done. I love the way the vocals overlap each other, actually, and it comes in just a different yeah. tone. It comes in, it's so smooth. Yeah, yeah really nicely it is done. Beautiful. Uh, so look out for them. They're based in London. Uh, they did. They've done a couple of shows at the uh, Dublin Castle, and I'm sure they got some other stuff coming on it. I think there's this stuff coming out in February as well. And they wear a lot of makeup. They, they. Well, you can't hear that. <laughs> They look gorgeous, I'll tell you that. They look bloody gorgeous. Anyway, I've listened to this. This is Kabuki and Ballet.
Yeah, we're going to talk over this because it goes on for ages. Yeah, but it's a nice ending to talk over. It's perfect you for like, the radio and the podcast. Okay. Yes. And that was... And now over to the traffic. Yeah. Over to Bob with the traffic. Come on, Bob. What's going on out there, Bob? Yeah, so earlier on this morning, I did an interview, an interview with Jack Scott Denton. I've been plugging it from the beginning. From... Our propaganda. Now, I've known Jack for a while. In fact, he came into the studio 10 years ago, because um, the podcast has been going on for that long, and he came in. He was so young, he came in with his mum. Love it. Love it. Uh, and he talks a little bit about the band that he was in before then. Um, I'll, I'll kind of like let him just talk about it. Now, it sounds as if, because I've listened back to this and, and edited a few bits. Of, I haven't edited much out. I've edited me sucking, you can hear me sucking a sweet in the background, which is nothing unusual. I'm normally sucking away at something in the in the, in the the uh, gaps between things. Uh, so I've, I've got rid of that, got rid of that noise. But it does sound to me, when I was listening back to it, like I've, I've, I, it's all it's all Jack, and then I've just edited myself in, just dropped scripted, myself in. Scripted, scripted. It's all scripted, me coming in. So tell me about this then, Jack. And I come back. But it, 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 it kind of did flow a bit. Um, but I think because we could see each other, because I, 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 we did it via portal, so I could actually see him, and he could see me. So you know, there's a, kind of a little bit of kind of body language, and we look at each other's faces and stuff. Um, so we did, we did actually speak. It wasn't just like, like anyway. It's a lovely interview. Jack's a gorgeous guy, really enough lovely bloke, and um, he's very passionate about what he does. And uh, we will play that track, we'll, and we'll, we'll play the interview. And then we'll play the track straight afterwards. Have a listen to this. Hello, Jack. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you, Nick. How are you? I'm marvellous. I'm marvellous today. So I wonder if you could just tell us a little bit about what you've been up to and who who the hell who the hell are you? Who the hell am I? Uh, well, I'm Jack Vinson, and I'm the lead singer of Our Propaganda. And uh, basically, we're a Southampton band who have been playing around for quite a few years now, but we've just started releasing our like, I suppose. For lack of a better word, our, our our current magnum opus material. Okay, so so how long have we been together? Uh, so we've been together. I I always um put it <clears throat> to my birthday in 2016. So that would have been August 18th, 2016. Okay. Uh, when the when when the four of us got together and decided we wanted to do something together. Um, we've actually only been our propaganda maybe since. 2017, 18, and um, it took us a long time to find, you know, the uh, I suppose the sound that we wanted and and a kind of our our group identity, which you know, the more you play together and you're a musician, I'm sure you understand this, the the more you develop, you know, and it becomes, yeah, it just becomes more of a uh, a concise thing. Okay, so how did you how, how did that happen? I mean, was there a time you just sort of you were sitting down the pub or around someone's house or <laughs> in a in a in a, in a cafe and you went oh why don't we form a band why don't we do this because I've got some songs and you, this and that and how did they the, the actual practicalities of it well it's actually quite interesting because um we we'd all kind of come out of bands in the local area so um I'm sure you remember about 10 years ago I was probably on your podcast uh, and <laughs> I uh, I was promoting my band at the time Lock and Load uh what a great name that was. Uh, <laughs> and um, basically, you know, Guns N' Roses acolytes, as we were in those days. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, I, I guess me and my brother, who's the drummer, Charlie, and our bass player, Joe, we, we had been um, uh, Locker Mode alumni. And uh, Harvey, who's the guitar player in our propaganda, he had been playing in a local kind of like Portsmouth act called uh, Spartan. And they were kind of like more metal and all that kind of thing. That's something we kind of, um, we kind of, we, we liked his his virtuosity in his playing because like he was the kid where you, you ended up down, you know, the local pub, it was an open mic night and he'd come down and he'd shred some Steve Vai or something ridiculous like that. And you just didn't know what had hit you really. So we were like, okay, this is interesting. And I, I, I developed a, a, a friendship with Harvey and um, we were both kind of discontent with, with kind of what was going on with our respective bands at the time. And um, basically it all just uh, came to a head when uh, some members left. And then I asked Harvey if he would come in, like basically temp with us. And uh, and he was like, yeah, I'd be up for that, you know, because as I say, we were all a bit disenfranchised with what we were doing at the time. And uh, we just kind of really hit off musically, but also as people. And um, eventually he just decided to stay. And um, a little bit later on, we, we decided that it was just going to be the four of us and we were going to like pursue this thing because we had great musical chemistry. Like the first time that we, we got together, we wrote uh, a song called Sun Mountain, which I think we all agree was like a song that we, um, we felt was like a change from what we were doing previously and how we were meaning to go forward. And we kind of just continued along that path and it's led us to where we are today, really. Brilliant. Brilliant. So whereabouts did you rehearse? So we rehearse and we still rehearse here. This is the thing. My, my father, being the handyman that he is, he had built a log cabin uh, a few years uh, prior. And I've been rehearsing in that log cabin since I was about 13 years old with various bands, much to his uh, chagrin. He's not very, he wasn't very happy about it. Um, so funny enough, actually, during the, the first lockdown, he built a new studio. Well, we built a new studio. So me and my brother, we helped him dig out the foundations and things. But my dad is is really good with his tools and stuff. So, he, yeah, he built us a new, like, actual, um, you know, acoustically sound studio to rehearse in, in, in the back garden. So we still do that to this day, which is, um, you know, yeah, I mean, everything that we've ever written has been written in there, you know, and um, all the progress we've ever made. So it's almost like, you know, it feels like a milestone kind of achievement, really, to have that place, even in our own, you know, backyard, as it were. Cool. So you sing uh, with the band and you also play guitar? I do, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm the lead vocalist. I've always been the lead vocalist. Um, and I, I only recently, I say recently, in the last couple of years, when we started writing our first album, I I was bringing ideas that I had started on guitar into the band. So naturally, it just happened that I adopted guitar playing. And over the years, I've just gotten better at it. And we've become, that's kind of how the band's sound now gravitates around. And it, it tends to come from like, we, you know, people ask about songwriting, you know, how do you write your songs and things? And it's different depending on the song. But, you know, there are those songs that I will bring in from like, I'll have an idea and I'll bring it in from outside and we'll, we'll flesh it out together. Because that's how it tends to work. But yeah, yeah, I do, I do play guitar as well. Mm. What, what guitar, what guitar have you got? Have you got, have you got a lot of guitars or a couple of guitars? <clears throat> <laughs> I have. <laughs> Excellent. Run us through. Okay. Run us through your your um your, your guitars. So my pride and joy guitar is uh, my Fender Telecaster Thinline. It was actually a Japanese 2020 edition, and they were 
fairly um well there was only I, I believe there was only like a hundred of them in the country oh that's a very nice guitar See, I'm, show, like I'm show, actually showing you showing him my telecast it's not it's not the slim line I like the, te the thin line isn't it yeah 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 this weighs yeah. a bloody ton <laughs> but it is lovely. Sorry, it's just a, they are just a stick aren't they they're like a it's like a Les Paul on your, on your ear but I mean like yeah I I really I am a big big fan of the Telecaster in line it's, it's probably the best best guitar I've ever bought it's just so versatile you know and it and it, it allows me to be able to do a lot and I you know I'm, I'm not a I'm no virtuoso in, in guitar playing at all I would never you know describe that but it's it's definitely um made me play more and it's definitely improved my sound and, and how I how I work really mm. you know it's given me a lot of inspiration and I think each guitar I'm sure you understand this. It, every guitar you pick up gives you a different kind of thing. You know, you could the thing you wrote on that guitar you couldn't have written on on any other guitar. And um, so that's my point. Enjoy, but I do also own a, a Fender 66, which was part of their alternate reality um, edition. In fact, I've gone back right here. It's got no strings on it at the moment, but that's that's kind of the. Uh, it's naked. Yeah, it's naked, but that's that's kind of what it is. It's got the the classic '70s style headstock, uh -huh. but it's yeah, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a weird one. It's like a jazz bass body, but yeah. with like with lipstick pickups and things. It's 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 got a great sound. It's very bitey, <laughs> but yeah. um, it it's cool. And then um, yeah, I've got a a West Tone Thunder one, which um, uh, yeah, it's it's like a, a 1980s uh like punk guitar that's at least yeah, that's yeah. what i've been told yeah. people were like where'd you get hold of one of them and i'm just like i don't really know to be honest with you I just kind of liked it and picked it up one day and uh yeah i'm trying to think uh and then i also have a a music man st vincent uh signature oh, nice. which, which is a really odd guitar it looks like something from the jetsons which is, is wicked <laughs> yeah yeah i know those i know those they do they've got they're like, mm. not not quite a teardrop but they're sort of no no it's, it's a bit of a weird it almost looks a bit like a an explorer hmm. with some bits chopped out of it don't know how to describe so, it any so which 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 amp do you prefer oh i'm a vox ac15 really yeah that's 100 percent the amp and it is the amp that we recorded our entire first record on hmm. i used one of those a couple of weeks ago i must admit didn't quite get on with it nah nah what, what, what was going on oh, you, uh... it was a bit i just needed something a bit more bite to it yeah i understand like because they're quite um they're very like uh i suppose yeah they're, well they're quite you know 60s you know in their kind of composition as it were yeah and, uh, yeah and, cool. and I, I you know a lot of a lot of my i suppose like you know i think zeppelin used to use them sometimes i know the beatles used vox you know quite heavily so, yeah. and the rolling stones as well you know so yeah absolutely yeah and i, I suppose that's kind of our well, I wouldn't say it's necessarily our musical background. You know, we have we have such a vast musical background as a band. That, you know, if you ask each of us who are favourite actors, it's going to be different. Do you know mm. what I mean? Mm. So, tell us what you've been doing recently. Recording so, wise. Uh, obviously, uh, with the whole pandemic, everything kind of uh, slowed down a bit. Mm. And uh, so, about about two years back. Um, we we started recording our, our first record and we did it over the space of as and when when we could and um, we worked with a great producer uh, called Steve Lyon who used to work with uh, Depeche Mode and The Cure and stuff and um, 
along with him and Mark Long, uh, who used to work, uh, well, used to play, well, he still does play in a band called The Opposition, who were like a, uh, a post-punk kind of like 80s underground kind of band. And um, with our manager and all that, we, we managed to secure a, uh, a, a publishing deal with Peer Music in the UK, which is, you know, the, we, a really big step for us, you know, because we, we've been... You know, we've been chipping away at this for a long time. And, and as, as much as I say our propaganda formed in, in 2016, you know, we've been chipping away at this for a long time, you know, building it up and, and trying to, to get those little rungs on the ladder, you know. And obviously with peer music, that was a, a real big step in the right direction for us. Um, and then, yeah, going into the studio to record with Steve was just magic. Like we, we'd had recording experience before, and I'm sure you know, like your first time in a recording studio is always really nerve-wracking you know and um luckily for us we, we'd had a bit of experience prior to that and um but when we recorded our first ep that came out in 2016 uh actually under the name uh i, I suppose i just considered our propaganda to have started really in 17 18 but yeah we did release an ep under the name in 16 actually and um you know that recording experience was quite different i i wasn't i wasn't comfortable you know when when doing that and then going on and actually recording with Steve and, and Mark and we, we just created this environment where it was almost like a uh, like a you know a brotherly family it was like it was like a brotherhood you know and we, we had great chemistry together and um and it just flew out of us really more than anything else and and yeah making that record was was one of the highlights of my life easily and then um about a year later we we needed some other tracks recorded um for it and we worked with a producer called Jonas Westling, and he, he's like a Grammy-nominated guy. He, he he's he's amazing. Like his his mixes, because he he went and remixed the entire record just to make it all fit and flow together, and it it just sounds wicked. It, you know, I can't I can't fault it. <laughs> and you know, we we tried really hard to get all that sorted. So that's that's kind of what we've been up to um, previously, and then and then now we're, we've actually since September we've started actually releasing tracks and um the main reason we started in september was because uh we needed to get everything sorted you know all the promo stuff and we're working with a company called anaconda media to put it all out uh but basically uh we wanted it all set up and ready to go before we played Isle of white festival this year which once again like talking about milestones in the band for us that was massive because you know you go we we we're a band who, who have like, you know, we, we've struggled to get on festivals in the past, but, you know, to, to be able to play Isle of Wight and, and to be given, you know, a shot on an actual pretty, pretty good stage as well. You know, we were on the river stage, like in the, in the mid afternoon and we had a great crowd. It was, you know, full of like, you know, people our age, like digging what we were doing, which is, you know, it's, it's validating and it's not that you need validation as a musician, but it's always nice yes, to do. know that. <laughs> How dare you? It's, it's always nice to know you're you're hitting a chord, so to speak, yeah. with with your audience, you know. Cool. That was really so, cool. This this latest track that you've got out, the newest one. What can you tell mm -hmm. me about that? So um, the song is called Essential Love, and um, I wrote it uh about someone who's really special to me, obviously in my life, and um, it. It's basically I, I describe it as a a rom com in a pop song, as it were. But it's it's more about the things that you learn from somebody you're with. You know, it, I, I I'm under the impression that um and this is only from my own experience, obviously that um each person that you kind of fraternise with and become become a you know 
romantically involved with they kind of teach you things about yourself and um you know about your life and and what you can you know you just learn things from it and i think that's what i was trying to really convey with this song is that you know this person taught me a lot about myself and that's kind of what the song's about and it's about how you know essential that is which is why it's called essential love <laughs> fantastic right well i think we better listen to that and uh it's nice lovely to speak to you again yeah, it's especially, been a long time. Especially your, like your mum's not your mum's not here this time when she came, when you came. From no, the you did mention no, that before. And uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I think that the only other time I've seen you since then was actually on a well a couple of times I think, but last time I was on a, on a train to Winchester when I was getting my hair cut, <laughs> and I left my yeah. I, I left my 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 um, iPad on on the train, didn't I? Something like that. Yeah, like you, you left you left your whole bag on the train. Oh yeah, and I, and I and I took it. <laughs> I took it to London with me because oh, yeah. I was going because I was going to London. I can't remember what I was there for, but yeah, and I remember I had to look after your friend and, and then bring it back to you when, when we got back. It's just Brilliant. so funny. Yeah, it's brilliant. I still do that. I still do stuff like that. <laughs> anyway, it's been a joy. It's been a joy, Jack. And um, good luck for the Absolutely. future. Have you got anything good coming up soon? Um, well, you know, we've, we've got more releases. Has anybody got anything? Well, yeah, has anybody? Yeah, I know, but I mean, well, we've got more releases, and then in in January, you know, we are um we're releasing another music video. So we we released a music video for the first single, Fast Food at Midnight, and all of these are available on Spotify and streaming sites, iTunes. You can you can purchase it there. Um, but yeah, we've got a, a song called My Ghosts coming out in January, and we we've shot a music video for it, and it's it's actually a video I'm really really proud of. I think it's um. It, it's cool. I wanted to evoke uh, kind of like The Shining <laughs> meets meets nineties music videos, basically. And I, I think I think we kind of hit it, so it's cool. Excellent. Yeah. Look forward to that. Well, thanks a lot, Jack, and best of luck for the future. Ah, uh, it's an absolute pleasure as always, mate. Thank you. I want to feel. I want to feel. I want to live.
told me to think I haven't done much thinking at all Except think of her This is The Posh Bird, and you have been listening to Nick Tan's Is This Thing On podcast. Fucking good, wasn't it? <laughs>